Welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women in real estate who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own path, disown the things getting in the way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you had to overcome along the way. If you're ready to stop playing small and take action in your professional life, this is the place for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The B Word. I'm your host, Joanne Bolt. And today I've brought on my guest, Cynthia Matheny, not weenie, like she likes to tell me so I can remember her last name. And she is here to talk to us all about the DISC profile. If you've ever taken it, you know what it is. And if you haven't taken it, make sure to tune in because you need this in your business. So Cynthia, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. It's an honor to be here. I appreciate you asking. Absolutely. Okay. So one of my favorite parts about your story that you and I talked about the other day was you actually also are like me, you're a recovering real estate agent and you pivoted out of selling homes and into teaching this system and this program because you're so passionate about it. What is it about the DISC profile that you want to jump up and down every day about? When I was first introduced to the DISC, it was when I was selling real estate Mm -hmm. and my firm used it in the hiring process as a tool to help identify which behaviors the candidates were um, naturally wired with and how that aligned with the positions that I was hiring for. And it was, it was awesome. And then I hired a coach who taught me how to use the disc to better communicate with my team, how to better lead my team, how to do a better job of converting leads into clients, and then how to use it to handle the entire transaction to give the clients the best customer service possible. And as I became known in my office for being the person who understands the disc best, I realized that there really wasn't any sort of training out there that taught people how to use it in the way that I used it, because it literally changed my life, not just business-wise, but it also changed my relationship with my kids, specifically my youngest daughter, who's wired much differently than I am. So I created this class and the more I taught the class, the more passionate I became about helping people because it was just super impactful can impact your business. It can impact every single personal relationship. And I just wanted to share that with more people. And the more I taught it, the more passionate I became, the less passionate about real estate I was. (laughs) And so two and a half years ago, I finally decided after doing both side by side, and I'm a big fan, it's difficult to do do two things extremely well. And after doing that for years, I decided I'm not going to sell real estate anymore. And I'm going to focus on my coaching and my training full time. And I've done that for the past two and a half years. And it's been an amazing blessing. So that's what I call my high eye answer to your question. (laughs) Because the higher eyes tend to talk a lot. And I'm a high eye. So I'm a high D. In fact, I, you know, I tell people all the time, my D is so high on the scale. It walks into the room well before the rest of me does. Well, and I honestly, I'm surprised. I just said, I'm a high eye. I encourage people not to say I am this or that. Um, you're human. And so I tend to say I lead with, and I lead with my D and my I at an equally extremely high level. Yeah. So, you know, I, when I first learned the disc 
profile, I didn't learn it very well. It was actually when I was a consultant at Accenture and they had me take the disc, you know, test like the first couple of days of onboarding. Nobody explained to me why I was taking it and what in the heck it meant. And then when I got into real estate, we took it again and people started talking about this disc profile. It was like the buzzword back then. And, you know, all I really understood was I'm a high D, which means I think fast, I talk in bullet points, but it was the first time I really started to understand that maybe that's why sometimes I didn't always get along with people was because they, they perceived me as blunt and rude whereas I perceived them as long-winded and boring. And it was really just the differences in the disc profile. Absolutely. And it's one of the reasons why I've created a course called How to Deal with Annoying People. Because (laughs) the people who tend to annoy us most are the people who are wired differently than us. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that the disc has taught me in understanding the concepts and how to use the information. It has allowed me to extend grace instead of judgment to people Mm -hmm. who are wired differently than me, because they're amazing humans just in different ways than I'm amazing. Right. Okay. So let's talk about how understanding this disc profile thing at a very high level can really help any entrepreneur out there be successful in their business. What, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? So I, in most of my training, I focus on two things. One is self-awareness, understanding ourselves how we are naturally wired, and therefore how to predict the tendencies in ourselves. Like how do we expect ourselves to show up? And the second thing I teach is how to identify it in other people so you can understand how they are naturally wired. And if they are wired differently than you, if your clients are wired differently, your family, if your team members are wired differently than you, then most likely you're going to need to communicate with them differently. You're going to need to lead them differently because we practice the golden rule, right? Like treat others the way you want to be treated. And I teach, don't use that anymore. I want you to start practicing the platinum rule, which is treat others the way they want to be treated. Sell to others, present to others the way they want to be sold or presented to. Lead others, communicate with others the way that works best for them. And so once you understand that, and like in a team situation, I do a lot of team building workshops. And so once the entire team understands how they're naturally wired and how that makes them awesome and how maybe their leader is wired completely different. And although they've been frustrating them since the day they started working there, they now understand that it's not because they're just a mean human. It's because they're wired differently. And so when you begin to understand that and change your expectations of yourselves and of other people and actually implement some of the do's and don'ts that I share, it really transforms relationships. It really does. I know when I ran my team, the Bolt Group, for me, understanding who on my team was a high I, a high S, led with their C, it it changed as a leader how I help them organize their day, how I helped organize their onboarding process, how I related to them. But I had to learn to flip it around and make sure they understood the disc profile of me so that they knew I wasn't being short with them when I said something in three words that they wanted three sentences for. And I wasn't kicking them out of my office when I was done. I just, I lead with the D and that's who I am. Yeah. 
I think it might be helpful for the audience to just kind of go through briefly and talk about, well, what is this deed that they're yeah, talking absolutely. about? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll let you lead that one. Okay. So there's four quadrants of behavior, D, I, S, and C. And many of the assessments out there also have colors corresponding with them. And so the D stands for dominance. So the dominant style are people who are fast paced. Like you said, they tend to be more direct. They don't need a lot of information. They make quick decisions. They're more um, likely to take risks. They think fast, walk fast, talk fast. They're very goal oriented and task oriented. So this is why the D behavioral style can be perceived as being rude or abrupt because they don't need a lot of soft, fluffy to go along with whatever it is they're doing to accomplish their goals. So other people can perceive them as being rude when they're simply super hyper-focused on accomplishing the tasks and accomplishing their goals. Yeah. So the I behavioral style, since the I is for influence. So these are the people, people, they love people. And a byproduct of that is they tend to be very vocal. They do a lot of what I call verbal processing, which is AKA they talk a lot. Um, They tend to be very outgoing, very social. Strangers are just friends they haven't yet met. Um, They can also be very easily distracted. They get quite enthusiastic when they're really excited They wear their emotions on their sleeves, and it is not difficult to read or identify someone who leads with their eye because they're just, they're just passionate about everything they do. They tend to be more optimistic and are able to find the silver lining in most situations. The S stands for steadiness. Now the S style are also people, people much like the I, they have that in common. However, the S style is more fly under the radar. They enjoy helping people succeed. They don't like to be the center of attention. They don't like public recognition in general. Um, These are the caretakers. They want to make sure that you have everything you need. They like a steady and stable environment. They're basically the opposite of the D style because the D style can thrive in an environment of chaos, but it has the opposite effect on the S style. It will shut the S style down. So they work really hard to maintain calm and harmony within their environment. Um, They can also tend to allow people to take advantage of them because they tend to be the people pleasers who want to say yes to everything so you don't get frustrated with them. The C style is C stands for compliant or some organizations use conscientiousness as the C word. So the C style, these are the calm, cool, collected, um, very compliant. They want to do everything the right way. They're rule followers. Rules are, are there for a reason. They tend to think more in black and white, less emotional thinkers, more logical thinkers. They can be perfectionistic. They tend to love numbers because numbers don't lie. And they, so they tend to be very analytical with numbers. They make great accountants, great bookkeepers. Um, And they also tend to be more quiet. And the C style, in my opinion, is the most misunderstood style because our society labels the high I people as the people with a good personality. The C style tends to be a more quiet, more introverted person. And we tend to think of introverted as dirty word, and it's not a dirty word. Quiet people are incredibly amazing. They're very independent thinkers in their mind. They don't use a lot of words. So if they are talking, you should probably listen because what they're saying is probably well thought out. And we're really all, we're a combination of all four of these, 
behavioral styles in varying degrees. And most commonly, people identify with two of those four. So my two strongest are the D and the I. And taking an assessment will give you a graph and it'll say, hey, here's how you're naturally wired. Um, And oftentimes you can identify uh, your style or the style of others if you know what you're looking for, which is what I teach in many of my classes. Not just how to identify it, but then how to communicate differently. Um, the actual, like, what words should I say? What words should I avoid to better connect with people who are wired differently than me? Okay. So I always tell people I am the exception to almost every rule. So you can tell me I'm actually a DC. Is that not oh. like the two most opposite ones that you should be paired? It is not. DNS are actually opposite. Okay as well as I and C are opposites. And so we don't often see people with a graph that shows that they are wired with their D and their S or their I and their C because they're opposites. And I'll come back to your style in just a minute. Oftentimes what happens with these people who lead with opposing behavioral styles is they're constantly at battle within themselves Hmm. and they may be struggling because they want to do something quickly, but they really want to get it done right. And so depending on the situation, one or the other styles will probably take over. It just depends on the situation, but it's not uncommon to have a DC behavioral style. And I actually call them the magical unicorns because there aren't many of them, but it is, it is one of the more common combinations but it's the least common combination of the common combinations, if that makes okay, sense. I think I follow that. <laughs> so they tend to be fast paced and yet detail oriented. So they typically don't show up as warm and fuzzy, but they show up, they get into action, they get the do- job done and they get it done right, which is fantastic because I can get in there, get the job done quickly. And it isn't always right if there's a lot of details involved because my high eye tends to not pay attention to those smaller details. But the DC combination is a wonderful combination. Um, There just aren't many people wired that way. Okay. That explains so much. (laughs) Right? Like in just a five minute education, it can make sense. So I'm not weird. I'm just You're not weird. You're magical. Magical. It's, it's validating to understand ourselves and to really understand, oh, like mm-hmm. that's why I'm constantly annoyed by this, or that's why I really struggle in that area. Yeah. And so then we can understand that that's how we're going to show up because the way you are naturally wired shows up everywhere. And I use the phrase, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. When I travel, I travel like someone who has strong D, strong I tendencies. When I make plans to hang out with my family, I show up that same way. When I go camping, it shows up everywhere. You don't just act the way you're naturally wired in one specific relationship. You can expect yourself to be fast paced and outgoing in any situation, or you can expect yourself to be fast paced and detail oriented in any situation, not just one. Right. All right. So in the business sense, one of the ways that I used to use the disc profile, I think this kind of set me apart as a listing agent in the real estate world. And I've told this story before. So if you're listening in, I apologize, but hear it again, because you might hear it in a different light. I would send a basket of goodies the day before my listing appointment. And it would have things like measuring tapes and tumblers and paint swaths, you know, a box of, you know, a thing of Clorox wipes, like various tools basically that I was using. 
And one of the first questions I would ask when I walked into the listening appointment was, hey, did you get the basket that I sent you yesterday? I didn't really, I was not looking for accolades over sending them something. I was looking for their response because I knew how they responded. I could pretty quickly sum up where they were on the DISC profile. And then I knew how to kind of steer my listing appointment. If the wife, for instance, starts going on and on and on about that basket and all the cookies I put in it and everything. Oh my God, I had a high eye on my hands. And my 20 minute appointment just just let you know, it's about to last an hour, right? Turned into an hour. Exactly. Sure. Or if I've got the person that looks at me and said, okay, let's talk about everything in the basket. You sent Clorox wipes and a measuring tape. What do you want me to do with them? I was like, okay, you're, you know, you're going to want to know the step-by-step process. And we're going to have to go through this listing paperwork at a very different level for you. And that's okay. Let me make sure I have enough time for that. I just think every real estate agent or every entrepreneur out there, just by knowing not only how you are on the disc, oh my God, how you, how could you use it in your business? Yeah. So the biggest thing there is to make stronger connections because people want to do business that they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. And so once you meet them, they know, you, they know you or you know them, but to get them to like you or to be a likable person, it's creating a stronger connection. And if you and I are wired very similarly, then I'm not going to have to adapt my behavioral style to better connect with you based on how you're naturally wired. But if we're wired the opposite of one another. So for me, you know, the opposite of the DI is the SC. In order to better connect with the SC style, I need to do a few things. I need to slow everything down a little bit, not be quite so fast paced. I need to be more thoughtful about the process, giving them a timeline, giving them more a more logical explanation for, thing, for things. I need to make sure that I have all my I's dotted and my T's crossed. I probably need to create more um, research, more graphs, depending on your your field, but in real estate. When I would present to a high SC, I knew that I needed to give them a lot of data and and then give them some more data. But the high DI, they're not really interested in the data. They just want you to tell tell them, what does that data mean? But when we create these stronger connections, when we adapt our communication style to that of the people that we're talking to, they feel like they're more connected to us and Mm -hmm. therefore they like us and therefore it increases our chances of them doing business with us. Absolutely. All right. So you've been teaching um, the DISC profile for a while now. Yes. And and I didn't ask you this question beforehand, so I hope I don't throw you a curveball here. Have you perceived that there's any particular industries or entrepreneurial type roles that are really better suited for particular types of the D, I mean, of the DISC? So I will say, yes, there are what we would call typical behavioral styles that tend to show up in successful roles in different areas. However, and I'll go into that more. However, the way you're naturally wired does not dictate what you will be successful at. Mm -hmm. Your level of passion and commitment to action is going to be what dictates what you are successful at. So I can tell you that for independent real estate agents, if I were to give all of these successful individual independent real estate agents a DISC profile, the majority of them are going to come back being wired with very strong D, very strong I. Mm-hmm. It's sales. It's people oriented. You need to get into action and you can't hide behind things and be fearful of talking to people. Now, in that group of people, 
there are going to be people who are wired with their S and their C. There's just not going to be as many of them. But the people who are wired with their S and C can be as successful at real estate as the D and the I style, they might just need to do things a little bit differently. They might need to lead generate differently. So different industries or different roles within the industry definitely have behavioral styles that are better wired to accommodate whatever the role is. So if you take an executive assistant, for example, somebody who needs to help you get your day in order, your calendar, needs to make sure that everything is compliant and all of the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, that behavioral style is going to be probably someone who has stronger S and C or someone who has stronger C and D, which we already discussed is more rare. So if we think about logically, someone who's going to sit at their desk all day, look at details, make sure everything's correct, that logically would be the S or the C behavioral style because they think that way. And when we are in a position that we are best suited for naturally, we probably enjoy it more. We probably do it better. And we probably stay longer because we actually enjoy what we're doing. If you're a high I and you're looking at going into a field where you're going to be behind a desk, maybe on Zoom meetings all day, pulling your hair out, maybe you should reconsider how passionately you are about what you're going into because a high eye really isn't well suited for that kind of thing. So Zoom would maybe be a little bit of an exception because we get, actually, I get energy through the Zoom screen. I mean, okay, so a little bit of, yeah. So, but somebody, let's say, take a high eye and they need to um, analyze data. They need to do some analyzing, some research with specific data that someone else has given them to draw conclusions. If they needed to do that all day and there was no human interaction to collaborate or to talk about that, it's going to be really draining for the high eye because interactivity with other people brings energy to the high eye. Too much interactivity with the high C behavioral style can drain their energy. So there again is so helpful in understanding even our kids who enjoy spending time alone in their room reading. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, anything to the extreme can be unhealthy, but we often think, why are, why do you want to be in your room? Why don't you want to interact with the rest of the family? Well, the answer might be because they're naturally wired to be more independent. And sometimes they need to get away from the family, away from people in order to re-energize. Now, does your disc profile personality change over time? Or are you pretty consistent from teenagehood up until, you know, whenever? So it's a very common question that I get. And the answer is you are born naturally wired a particular way. And then our our environment can significantly influence that. But people will say, when can you start to identify it? And I'm like, as soon as they can walk and start interacting, you can identify (laughs) behavioral style. Because sometimes our environment can have a major impact on that, depending on how long we are in a specific environment, it might change a bit. Typically, it doesn't change drastically unless, unless there is a major something going on, like a major divorce where you're in a relationship where you feel like you have to walk on eggshells to keep the peace. Mm. So your S may become more prevalent because you want to keep the peace and you don't want to rock the boat for fear of an unstable environment. And then you get divorced and you're no longer in that environment. And maybe you're naturally wired with a strong D and I, and you can finally break free from the chains of that confine of feeling like you have to act that certain way. And so maybe then your D comes up 
it was likely probably already there, just not as strong, and the environment influenced that. We can see a little bit more moderate changes um, in life in general. Sometimes when people retire, their D comes down a little bit because they're just not in that super fast-paced, goal-oriented environment every day. So in general, it pretty much stays the same with a little bit of fluctuation depending on what's going on in your world. Very cool. What are your kind of final thoughts that we can give our audience here on the DISC profile? What's the big aha moment you want everyone to grab? So I would say, understand that you're naturally wired and the way you're naturally wired makes you wonderful at some things and it makes you not so good at other things. And understand that about others as well. The people who most frustrate you are likely wired differently than you. And when you understand this, it allows you to look at them through a different lens. And once you have the information and the tools to interact with them differently, it can literally change your life like it did mine. Cool. Okay. So now I'm going to, that just made me think of one more question I'm going to throw at you. Most entrepreneurs are either going to start their company or if they're real estate agents, they might start a team, hire an admin. You know, we hear that all the time, hire someone to do the things you don't want to get done. Would you recommend your, one of your first hires be opposite you on the disc profile to compliment you or similar to you? It totally depends on your business and the role and what their job duties are going to be. Mm. If you take real estate, for example, um, an independent agent, they get into real estate, they start to build a team. Probably the first person they would bring on would be an assistant to take some of that administrative work away from them. So in that situation, you're probably hiring someone different than you um, because in that role, they are going to be doing different tasks. However, when it comes to hiring another agent on your team, that that behavioral style is going to be a little bit different. So it really depends on the role and the tasks that they are accomplishing in that role. All right. That makes total sense. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. So here's the deal. If this intrigued you, and I'm sure it did, then we have got a free DISC assessment that you can take. You go to realbosswomen.com forward slash disc. That is D-I-S-C. And Cynthia is going to have a link there for you that you can take the free disc assessment. Cynthia, do you get your results right when you take it or do you have to send them to them? You do. You'll get it immediately upon completion. You just look for it in your um, email inbox. If you don't see it, go to your junk folder because the system sends it to you as soon as you take it. Okay. And then of course you can reach out to Cynthia for explanations or help, or if your world and the business that you're in needs to have her come in and teach you guys about the disc and really help you as a team or an organization understand each other or how to work best with your clients. And I know that she would be open to that. So Cynthia, we'll put all of your information in the show notes so that people can get a hold of you, but thanks for joining me today because it certainly is one of my favorite topics. I'm just enough you know, oriented in the, give me the details of stuff that I love this kind. I'm such a geek. I am too. When I get to talking about it, I just, I mean, I could talk for days. There's so much to learn and so information that so much information that I could literally just sit and talk to you for hours. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll have you on again in the future. All right. Thanks so much, Joanne. 